Hello, Champs listeners. Uh, we're about to start the episode, but before we do, we would like to let you know that this particular episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. Is you a square? No, probably not. You're probably a straight G, or you wouldn't be listening to the Champs. However, Squarespace is not an online zone for squares to meet up. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy for you to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. So let's say you're starting a vape shop, which let's face it, you probably are. Well, just go on to Squarespace and get a free trial plus 10% off your first purchase by going to squarespace.com and enter the offer code CHAMPS at checkout. A better web starts with your website. Did I write that last line? Or was it just copy that was given to me by the company that's sponsoring this episode? You decide. Check it out. Squarespace is simple. It's easy. They got beautiful little designs. There's drag and drop content. So for all you dummies out there that are still catching on to the online era, you don't know HTML or Java or how to code or anything like that, you don't need it. Just go on there, drag and drop it. Boom, you got a new website. There's 24-7 support through live chat and email. And plans start at just 8 bucks a month. That includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. There's responsive design. You can set up an online store. You can sell your little vaporizer kits straight out of the internet. Every site comes with an online store, so it's already set up for you. So start a trial with no credit card required, and you can build your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code CHAMPS to get 10% off your first purchase and just to show support for your boy, me, Moshe Kasher, not Neil Brennan. There's no way to uh, signify that when you're signing up, you're doing it to support me and not Neil, but they'll know. And you'll know, and I'll know, and that's what's important. So thank you, Squarespace, for fucking with the champs, and thank you guys for going to squarespace.com and entering the offer code CHAMPS. Well, hey, everybody. Well, whatever. Hey, Moshe. What's happening? Uh, Moshe, you got any dates, buddy? Uh, sure I do, yeah. You know, we should mention before we even begin this episode that this episode is being taped in a very unusual fashion. Yes, but you know what's interesting? They may not even understand that when it happens. Well, let's see. I mean, just in case anything is wonky or weird, Neil Brennan, a hero to the masses, loved by all, is in New York voice, City. The and voice of Samsung. That's correct. I was good. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I got a Samsung phone. It's beautiful. This is an amazing day. Neil's in New York for quite a while. I'm in California forever, so we're trying to make things work. We're doing our very first remote recording of this podcast, and it's going to be great. Uh, I'm Moshe Cash. I don't think we can lose, Moshe. I don't think so either. Yeah, we're in the future right now. You all are so black-minded right now with your bootlegging ability. Yeah, I mean, me me and fucking Jay are sitting with, like, but you got it too. We're in. We're wearing garbage ass headsets. It ain't no. We're like no. in ears. We're all wearing in ears, looking at a computer. No. I got cable. I I split the cable with a fork out front, and it's going straight into my recording device. That's how black. Me and Jay I am are right actually now. sitting on a couch in my corporate apartment, and it looks like the cover of that NERD record, <laughs> where the dudes are playing uh, video games. Project people are probably taking notes right now. Project people are big up. Oh God. Uh, Moshe, you got dates? Okay, look, I'll be May 29th through June the 1st. I'll be in Fort Lauderdale at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. And then June 3rd, very big, wonderful show. I really want people to come. It's in your hometown, Neil Brennan, Philadelphia, Hollywood? Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. Philly. I'll be in Philly June 3rd at Johnny Brenda's. 
Weekend after that, I'll be at Comics at the Foxwood Casino. And this is also important. I'm doing the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival on a boat in the Are sea. you really? Damn. Yes. When is that? That's July 25th to through uh, July 27th. Until, the, until you guys fucking sink? I hope you sink. Straight up boat. <laughs> a boat. Um, are you... What? Who else is on it? Uh, Kyle Kinane, Matt Bronger, Natasha Legero, Gene Gray will be rapping. Uh, a lot of fun people. Yeah, Gene Gray will be there. Yeah, yeah, Gene Gray, the actual fictional character from X Men, will be. That's how good. You come on. You can come then, Jay. You got a mic? This? No, no, no. You got the mic? Oh yeah. Wait, do you not have a mic? He hasn't. We've been splitting the mic. All right, here we go. Yeah, Gene Gray. I seriously, I got a fetish. I got a fetish for them X Men women. Like, like Storm could get it. And Gene could get it too. Not the real Gene. Is Gene Gray? Gene. Her name is based on the X Men character. That's correct. This is a yes. real. Di- this is a really unimportant divergence. Well, you know <laughs> uh, what? Why don't you yeah. tell us if you have any dates? Uh, I don't really have any dates to speak of. I have uh, Ireland Kilkenny in that's the thirtieth of May. That's coming up. That's what's up. And then I'm doing Bonnaroo, and that's all I got. And I'm I've got a TV show, I believe, that I'm I'm uh, hosting called The Approval Matrix, which will begin July 20th on the Sundance Channel. Guys, that sounds like a great cool. show to be the host of. Jay, you what about you? I'm gonna Jay, be a, I'm gonna be in, uh, at the House of Comedy at the Mall of America next weekend. I'm trying to pull up the rest of my dates. Uh, Jay dates, you know, I do that in my. Uh, and my, uh, I feel hoarse as hell, dude. I don't know what the hell happened to my voice, but uh, I got Lexi. I got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. July thirty first. Uh, let's see here. What we got? 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 New dates attached. Bow, 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 bow. I got a whole bunch of shit happening here. You I got a, a website life. where they can go, Dre. Yes, www.jfarrow.com. You can oh. see. You can pretty much see all my dates up there, and I'll be putting them all on, on that site. But next weekend. It's all about Minnesota, House of Comedy, Mall of America. And, uh, yeah, that's when I'm rocking out. And then uh, that next week, I think the next week I don't, I don't got anything. But the- Cats out of the bag. It's Jay Farrow from SNL, our guest today. Let's begin the champs. People don't even know my real voice. So they will now. Yeah, they hell yeah, all, they will. Your whole shit's about to change, bro. <laughs> Now you're fucking with the champs. Um, What's up? Yeah, all right. All so right. Uh, we are back. Are you guys back? Okay, we're back. Yes, it's we the are champs back. Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um. So, I mean, oh, so I. So let me let's just explain why we haven't been doing shows. I've been in New York doing this show for Sundance. You've been on the road. You were on the road before that, and then don't, so now don't we're blame back. me. I've got to blame. Do with take this. a take. Like, will you take twenty percent of this? I'll take twenty percent. Okay, take great. Percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm tw- I'm eighty percent committed to the champs. So that's just just to give our listeners a little bit of a flavor of where we're both coming from. Although you checked out. Eighty. Uh, all right. So so now we're uh, we're back. We fig we have a system. We hope it works. We sure do. We think it does. I'm going to invite dudes up to my apartment. 
and we're going to sit on the couch and we're going to talk. Now, Jay Farrow is our guest. You know Jay yes. from Saturday Night Live. I would I would dare say he's a master impressionist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair. And he's a master of humility as well, obviously, Appreciate by admitting that... that uh, that he uh, and you do you've probably done fifteen impressions on the show by now. <laughs> you said uh, what? Just fifteen? Fifteen different ones, right? I don't know how many you think you've done. Like probably over forty something. Really? Yeah. Like real talk. Because I've been up there since two thousand and ten, so you know. And like the list, I mean, I was checking the Wikipedia at first. I got to check Wikipedia just to see what the hell I did because I only remember. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I did that. Oh, okay, cool. Does but, Lauren uh, update your Wikipedia stub every time you do a new impression? Yes, he has all of our Wikipedia pages on his laptop, and he goes in there periodically, and he adds stuff to it. That's what he, he does. Because he doesn't have shit does. else to do, right? He's just that's, sitting around waiting. That's all he does. He yeah. just he <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, all right, so you're where are you from, man? I'm from Virginia, man. Chesapeake, Virginia, bro, bro. You know what I mean? Like, people don't even know that. Most people think I'm from New York or something, but nah. I'm from the South, baby. I liked it though. How Do you, you consider said, Chesapeake the South? Hell yeah, it's the South. Got any place co- close to North Carolina where they don't know how to drive? Shit. Anytime people don't know how to drive, you are in the South. You know what I mean? So, All right. What I um, liked was that you said was that you said Chesapeake. Now I'm sure I'm not saying anything about Chesapeake, but it sounds very quaint and Americana. You're like I'm from Chesapeake, baby. It's, it, I liked I liked yeah, the, it the flavor like, that you, you brought to it. That sounds beautiful. What? Yeah. Say what? Did you grow up sailing? Chesapeake sounds beautiful. I did grow up sailing. Matter of fact, you know, we we grew up on a. We got a lot of water. You know, it's a lot of water by us, like like naval uh, naval bases and military and all that. So uh, so it's all about water and crabbing. I love crabbing. That's my shit. You know, it's Chesapeake. Crabbing? There's a yeah. Chesapeake, Maryland, though, too, right? There's a Chesapeake, Maryland, and that's like, I mean, that's like three hours away. But, but once a year, you guys have a battle royale, correct? The, the <laughs> right, it's a dance off, right? motherfuckers from t- Chesapeake, Virginia. Isn't it? Isn't it, Ches- it? Isn't it true? You're all in lobster costumes, and you have a dance off in the main square. Yeah, that's exactly what we do, and it's a it's a dance off to the death. Whoever die, whoever whoever doesn't win gets thrown in the um, Chesapeake Bay. But they get you get thrown in hot boiling water. Yeah, hot, I understand. Yeah, with, and you um, break up with crawdads with vegetables and then with jambalaya the, sauce. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> All right, so you and then how, how old are you now? I'm 26. All right, so when did you start doing comedy? I started doing comedy when I was like 15, 16. So. All right, so what kind of family are you from, man? Uh, what type of family do I have, man? I got a very strict family. You know what I mean? Both my parents were both my parents were like on the road, and as far as like their, their jobs and working for the government, and you know, it what was they never, do? They, they were lobsters, they, correct? What I do. No, what do they do? Oh, they just I, I don't I have no. They work for the government. I don't know what the hell they do. Like they could be CIA. They, they could straight be, up won't tell you. That I I not I don't care to ask because I'm oh. feeling like they could they could really be like assassins or something. I don't even know. I know oh, that's how cool. that's how you got your skills at doing impressions. You're from your parents doing like uh, Russian impressions with their spy work. <laughs> my mom is a master impress. My mom is an impress. She tries. Well, she tries. She's is that she's true? Okay. Yeah. Do your parents tries. really do voices. His mom actually was one yeah. of the women who auditioned went to be a black cast member of Saturday Night Live, ah. and they needed black women. <laughs> Y'all crazy. His mom came in third. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. See, he can't. Jay can't talk about it. Y'all crazy. <laughs> But we can, but no, our theory, I know we can talk at you. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're allowed to talk at Jay, but he's not allowed to respond in the affirmative or in the negative about any diversity-related issues. So you know what? You get to fill in your own blanks, listener. And Jay has no opinion on any of it. Jay's just gonna say that to y'all crazy man. This is y'all stupid. Y'all, y'all being crazy. stupid right now. 
This is so wild <laughs> right now. You, you got, got some here, popcorn. Neil. This is uh, some popcorn and some water up in here. Yeah. And these protein uh, shakes. Just some good yeah, protein yeah. shakes. Um. All right. So, well, we'll get to that in a second. All right. So, you start doing stand-up when? I started doing stand-up at, at 15, and then I got put in a talent competition when I was 16, and I ended up getting, like, fourth or fifth place out of it. So uh, Why are you bragging about that? I'm not bragging. <laughs> I mean, because it was singers ahead of me. It wasn't, like, comedians. I beat all the comedians. Oh, where was it a big talent competition, or yeah. was it just some Chesapeake shit? As big as you can get in freaking the uh, 757 area, you know. So it was like 300 people. What's in the 757? Is it Virginia Beach? Uh, what's in the 757? Uh, STDs and failure. So you got to get out. Uh, oh, yeah. They got, that, is that what you meant? Is that what you meant by crab? You love crabbing? Is the STDs? No. Oh, well, you know what I mean? I, not that type of crabbing. I was actually talking about the real crabs. But if you if you go on uh, Granby Street, you can do that crabbing as well. Um, I'm just giving you references in case you want to go down and have some fun. All right. So you do. Well, what was your act like then? It was just like my father, man. My father always he freaking kind of pigeon me into doing just doing the voices and stuff but it was like it was actually so it was like a joe jackson type yeah yeah oh hell yeah he <laughs> for real he, he, my pop would he, he kicked my ass a few times and no nah, i'm Did saying really? a few a lot i got my ass kicked a lot that he's doesn't like, really happen anymore i'm actually kind of i'm first of all i'm a little bit excited to hear about this. <laughs> you excited i got my ass kicked I mean, yeah he's like he was like he was like anymore he was like, no, Jay's not the funny one. Jermaine is the funny one. And then you had to show him your impression. He was like, okay, he could, he could be the front man. It was actually, like, seriously, man, like, my pop was, my pop was really, um, yeah, it was, yeah, I got, I got put hands put on me. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, that was a long time ago, but, uh, I think that, that really, uh, changed me as far as it, as far as, you know, wanting to get out of, you know, Virginia and wanting to succeed and all that, but okay, First back all, to the, all right, no, 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 You don't understand this podcast. He's never heard the podcast. Oh. We don't talk. We're not. Comedy's fine. That's fine. We truly like to talk about real issues, like your dad beating you. Right. Oh, when wow. when you said your dad hit you, both Neil and my dick got hard. Like it, that <laughs> happened in that moment. <laughs> I didn't know that was the turn on. Like that's y'all's fetish. Yeah, like, yeah we love hearing that. about black familial strife. <laughs> that the, and it's. I've been. I've. Been, I keep you. I keep emailing you porn. <laughs> for a channel of black familial strife and, and that's stars. what gets my dick hard go to two porn stars.com and putting putting uh black ass whippings in the i can't bar. you know the episode of good times where janet jackson almost fell on the elevator shaft i've jerked off that. to that <laughs> countless times uh you can't even talk about how many times i've jerked off to that um all right so what do you so your dad was like a tough dude yeah, man. I mean, yeah, he was a very, uh, very strict household I came from, man. So, uh, were they religious? Yes, yes, they were really. We, I mean, we're still religious to this day. Um, both of my parents, they grew up in the church. That's how they found each other. And um, as far as I went, you know, they, they, they pushed that. They definitely pushed that on me and my sister. Do you um, go to church or anything? I still go to church. Do you I, really? I still go to church. I try to go at least once a month if, if I can. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the perfect Christian. I mess up, but I always try to get back to get back to the bases and make sure I still. Uh, you, we don't play all that religious stuff on here. You don't have oh, to do all that. Like, so God put God first. We don't do nah. all that. Put God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I'm no, just... we, it's not a fucking award ceremony. We don't put God first. <laughs> we don't like get right with Jesus. Any of that shit. No, we don't, we, uh, we, I'm we, an atheist and he's Jewish, so it oh, means nothing to us. Okay. We put our careers first and then everything else. Yeah, second, put so. careers first and put God fifth. Gotcha. What kind of family you got? Like besides your parents? Um, 
I mean, everybody, every, I mean, you, you know, you got your, you got your uncle that drinks too much. I got my crazy aunt who's, uh, steals dumb shit like crabs. Anyway, shout out. Steals? To yeah, she steals. You have a thieving aunt. I have a thieving aunt. I almost Bitch. said aunt. Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> if you know what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. I, aunt, I went aunt. I definitely get it. The white folks in Virginia say yeah. aunt when we say aunt. Moses she, got some. She steals shellfish. That's the blackest thing I've ever heard yes. about in my life. That is embarrassing. I'm, I'm going to tell you. It's real shit. I'm gonna tell you the story. Okay, so it was at uh, it was at the, it was like a, it was at the family reunion, and um, she basically distracted everybody with the cha-cha slide. How black stereotypical, and um, while that was happening, she uh, fried all the crabs that my um, uh, uncle had brought, and she put them in a cooler, and she drove the hell off. There was nothing left but a dripping. It was a, it was a, it was a spot of grease where the crabs were, and then she was gone. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I understand this story. Your aunt did a line dance, like the electric slide, and while doing that, was fry, deep frying crabs, and then stole. This is a Medea play, is that right? <laughs> Pretty much. This is Tyler Perry's next movie. <laughs> so you've got uh, brothers and sisters. I've got my sister, who's my manager. You know what I mean, Shana, oh, okay. Shana Farrow, oh know. yeah, I think I met her at the at Montreal. Yeah. Okay, and when did all right? So you start doing stand up, and what's your act? Your you said your act when you were fifteen, sixteen was like. Were you doing impressions yet? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I actually started doing impressions when I was six. But um, my father, like, basically what we would do was, I would do the voices. He would write material, and I would deliver material as the other comedians. <clears throat> so ah, uh, okay. You know what's funny is I know a guy who also did that. Uh, this guy Elon Gold. Yeah. When he was younger, used to do. He would do a bunch of comedians. He would yeah. do like a medley of comedians. Yeah. And uh and that so that's what you do. Yeah, it was that's what yeah, that's what I did at the time and you know, I would deliver I had jokes, punchlines, all that, but it was just as other people. It was never as myself. Okay. A couple things about uh well let's get in all right, I don't how do you we've never really asked how to do an impression. Like what is your your uh way in? Like, what do you, all right, so they go, do you hear a guy, do you go, who's famous, I'm going to do an impression of them? Or do you see Jay-Z a bunch of times and go, I bet I could do an impression of him? It's usually a person that I have a liking for that I'm doing an impression of. And then it just, after I have that, after I, like, okay, I like this person, I just start researching, I'll look at tapes, I'll listen back to their voice over and over again to see if I can get it and then I'll try over and over again recordings, you know what I mean? Even you know, like in just watching stuff and trying to get little ticks that people wouldn't probably think of. Will you, will you record yourself doing it? Oh yeah. And then listen, Moshe's got some. Oh, yeah. well, sorry. You don't have to raise your hand. No, no yeah, I do. I do. It's a little complicated because the audio overlap is a little weird. He's but recording on that gotcha. and then he's going to send it to me and I'm going to meld them. That looks like a neuralizer from men in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Look, look at it. Look closely. I mean, by the way, if to our listeners there is any weird overlap, that's why. And if you wonder where my amazing verbose uh, constant talking is, I'm trying to make sure this podcast goes okay. But Jay, was there ever? Well, well, thank you for that, like very grandiose uh, Mm -hmm. sacrifice that you've just. Hey man, <laughs> look, I'm, the sacrifice is that I'm sitting here not saying shit through my through this whole podcast. This is hard. You might as, you might as well not even be here. This is hard. This is I'm not there. If Moshe I'm, I'm actually has not a fucking here. podcast, what the fuck's he, you know what I mean? I'm actually not there. Um, but Jay, was there ever a impression that you really wanted to do that you just could not get? Um, 
Uh, well, I've well not well na- not now, but back then, like Samuel L. Jackson and Denzel, I could never get him until uh, three years. Well, Sam Jackson, have you done him on the show? I've done him on the show. Is it one of your best impressions? No. All right, because I I mean that's just yelling to me. Yeah. I mean I, that's all you really need is like da 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 like I count six. It's like that. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, you just yell. Um, obviously. Your Denzel is fantastic. How did what was? Can you do you remember how it came came how it came about in terms of what you what part of him you got first? Because you naturally kind of sound like Will Smith just talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um, about Denzel, it was uh, basically 2006. I think Bad Boys of Comedy came out, and it was this dude named Reggie Reg, and he was doing them. And I was like, wow, man, this Denzel is like fantastic. I didn't even know Denzel can be like impersonated. And then, like, I, I watched Training Day, like, 200 times to see if I could get it. And I, just, I did it as well. I was working on Ethan Hawke at the time. Go ahead. Yeah, you got Ethan Hawke? I got it. <laughs> I, mean, can we, I mean, can we do, like, that back and forth? Really? I, I, I actually don't have any. We time. tried this, Jay. We tried this last time. We uh, Aries was on the show. Oh, and boy. Neil and I did have an impression off, and it, it just did not go very well for Neil. It, it was I, a real I, rough shit, day for I him. So he, I, I did the movie up. phone guy, uh-huh. and I wasn't ready What did he mentally. think of it? No, he oh, Moshe does a decent. I it was no, there was no, it was no contest. I got beat fair and square. It was an old fashioned ass whooping. I mean, like, like what did Aries think though? Did he think he just, uh, he, I don't know. He, he, uh, he, it was a, he thought. He, was, he, I mean, he, he knew. Yeah, go he ahead. knew I was bet. He knew I was better, but he wanted Neil to eventually hire him in a show. Yeah, he wanted so me he, to write a show ah, for him, did, so uh, he's just like Neil, Neil wins hands down. Uh, <laughs> I just did an Aries Spears impression without even knowing it. <laughs> that was actually spot on. I know that's when I, I don't. Do. It's when I just get into it. Hey, Amen. I do two impressions. I do movie phone and Stephen Hawking. I have a theory about impressions, and tell me if you think this is true. Okay, the funny of an impression isn't in the accuracy it's in the parts where it's not accurate where it's a little weird and it's your weird spin on it that's true and it's definitely an exaggeration you know i could sound like somebody i can sound dead up like somebody but it wouldn't be funny you know i mean i had to it's like when i do the jay when i do the jay-z shit i try to i like take his voice and i give him like a new jersey type of accent some in some places because there's nothing funny about his voice yeah what do you say you say goyle my goyle a little baby Goyle, Shia. Which doesn't even, he's never, because I was like, does he say that? Nope. I literally like paused it the other day. I was like, does he say Goyle? Nope. He says girl, but I yeah. say Goyle. Yeah. Goya. All right. Now, I have a theory about impressions. Go ahead. They suck. There you go. No. I have a theory no, about impressions. It's and much impression. more nuanced than that, Jay. He's got a whole psychological theory I have a psychological. Really? I'm like a profile. Okay. Sit down, Wait. Jack. <laughs> Um, tell your pa- I work with your parents. Um, <laughs> He's gonna hit me. Um, I a friend of mine who used to do impressions says that impressionists like doing impressions because they it's more fun to be that person than it is to be themselves. Oh wow! What do you think of that? He's tears are flowing down his face right now. I've broken through. I mean, yeah. because. You know, the way that I feel. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like, there's something about it. There's some truth to that, no? I mean, definitely. All right, so cool. I can give you some. I can give you even more background. Go. I was fat as fuck. Great. I was was like 70 pounds heavier than what I am. And I didn't really get no girls or nothing like that. Goyles. (laughs) Ain't get no goyles. So doing impressions was basically, 
it like got me popularity and people liking me. So yeah, there's some truth. There's some truth to that. As far so you as were, you were more on the uh, deep fried crab than on the line dancing spectrum of your family. I was more. Yeah, I was definitely more on the deep fried crab than I was on the baked chicken side. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> My whole thing, like I stole, like I stole food one time, and it was free. Like you, a fat ass person, when you steal free food, you gotta be psychologically fucked. It just tastes better. It you just, like made a diversion, like look over there, and it was a, it was a buffet, it was an open buffet. Was, look at that, motherfucker! Someone's getting away, and you stuck a bunch of chicken in your jacket. Uh, uh, you're at the Golden Corral. You can have whatever you want. Yeah, no. I worked at Golden Corral. Did you really? Yep. Of course you did. That gets <laughs> you actually. I heard you worked uh, for free you're like you don't gotta pay me i'll just i'll take it out of your fucking buffet yeah i work i work for chicken that's what i was working for <laughs> i was working for the buffet and that was the best fucking buffet that you would ever how long do you work there for just like three or four months and then, any uh, horrifying stories any any what do you t- what did you take away from the golden corral what i t- i took away shit after i left there that's when i lost weight <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i just i couldn't do it no more my ass was my ass was now. I got. A, I already got a fat. My ass was fat. Like I made strippers look like shit. You have a thick trunk. I've always noticed that about a you. You thick have a trunk. thick trunk. Yeah, I got an ass. A nice. But ass. it's not that you like got hips also. Yeah. Like thanks, you, thanks mom. Yeah. Uh, you know who has it? Questlove has like a thick trunk. And that. And, and but my shit. Like I have to like literally like now. I mean, it's getting down, but I have to work on that shit. Like, that was a problem area. I remember when I was six years old, I came back from here. I was up here for a summer, and I was with my uh, family, and I got fat, and I came back down. I remember I used to take a shower, and the water went straight down my back, right? And before I left, I came back. The water was shooting off my backside. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why is everything getting wet. And I look behind, and I got two big-ass pork chops on the back of my back and it was horrible it wasn't even a pork chop pork chops on your this is back meat we're talking we're not talking about your ass no this is my ass i got i got two big ass now don't even call it pork i got two balloons let's put it like yeah i got two balloons on my back that weren't there before and i was just i was just my mom just broke down to tears and she was crying now, was what was Golden Wait, Corral? Your ass made your mother cry. Yes, first of all, your mother that made my mom and your cry. mother showers with you. Whatever, man. That's Virginia's <laughs> different. No, no man. But honestly, that sounds <laughs> like a compliment y'all do. you give a woman. It's like, oh, girl, you got an ass who will make your mama cry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I literally you. had an ass that made my mom cry. Yeah. Now, I had well, that too when I was young. I was chubby, and my dad would always be constantly worried about my weight and saying things when I would eat another bite of food. It's a terrible yes. feeling. Yes, my father did the same thing. He was. I sick. was fat too. At one point, I weighed one sixty six. Oh wow. fuck it you! It was guys. It was horrifying, and <laughs> I you know now? what you were going one fifty eight, and I know what I'm kidding. I would. Oh, no, I'm I know. kidding that I would never. <laughs> hey, you know how you can't read? <laughs> nah, I'm just guys. I'm just giving you a good ribbing. AudiblePodcast.com slash champs. I'm not going to put drops in this show. I'm just going to expect you to go there. AudiblePodcast.com slash champs. Get a free audiobook download um, uh, if you go there. They got good shit, like legitimately. They got pretty much they got a ton of books by comedians. Um, Corolla, Gaffigan, um, Sarah Silverman's book where she writes about losing her virginity to my brother. Yeah, it's like that, guys. 
Brennan's break cherries. That's what we've always done. Uh, AudiblePodcast.com slash champs. Uh, there's a great SNL book. I'm reading a book. Uh, that one's called um, Live from New York by Tom Shales. It's one of my favorite books uh, about showbiz ever. Uh, I'm also reading a book myself in my spare time called The Goldfinch by... can't remember it. But that's on there in like their top ten audiobooks. It's like an amazing book. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash champs. You're going to get a free audiobook. The tens of thousands of books on there. Good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. And go there now. Pace. So, all right. So you, what was going, can you, you got any Golden Corral anecdotes? I'm really interested. Do I have, oh, so this shit happened one time. This was a funny, this is a funny story. Okay. So there was an old black dude named Fred. He used to work in the back. You know, old ass men like, like Chris Rock said, they're really, you know, they're really racist. Yeah. They're yeah. Through a lot. Okay, so they decided to send rolls to the back, and I thought it'd be funny to pick up a roll and throw it at him. And I used an to old like busboy, old guy? black man, yes, old dishwashing black man. Got it. Like, yes, sir, how you doing, sir? One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so my white friend James is in the back with me, and like I threw the roll at. First Fred. of all, he didn't like you for having a white friend. No, I mean yes, he was already he was yeah. already like you know damn crack it. like he ain't like that shit. Okay, so I took the roll, I threw it at him, it hit him and it splashes water, the water splashed him in his face. But he thought like he thought James threw it. Great. So, I'm already happy. That's, <laughs> so in the back of Golden Crowd, he had like a civil rights flashback like right there. Like it was like, he turned back into a slave. It was like twelve years of Fred. That shit was awful, right? <laughs> he gets up and he was like he says, Hey cracker you throw another roll, and I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and then, you know, I ain't want to get fucked up myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, cracker. You throw another roll, and he's going to fuck you up. And he was like, don't think I'm playing about this shit. I said, I said, go ahead. Make the fucking first move. Yeah, James. Why you keep fucking with people? And then Fred was like, you on my side? I said, yes, Fred. I got your back 100% because it makes no sense that these white people think that they could just hit people with rolls for no damn reason. I got you, sir. Anything. I said, Black power. And then I walked the fuck out. I don't and know James, what happened. James got the, <laughs> and that James was the last was white friend you ever had. James, James, James was night. he was so shook. He was so shook. I saw a sweat bead run on the back of his neck. He was so fucking scared. And I'm sorry. Sweat. I'm sorry, but I'm not getting killed. Okay, I gotta survive. I got babies to make. What do you think he would have said if you said I threw it? I think he would have been like, oh, man, you fucking crazy. And he would have oh, kept right. watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. I like that. Uh, right. I like when young brothers throw rolls at me. <laughs> right now, right now, James is still working at a Golden Corral watching you on SNL eating a roll crying like that motherfucker. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> Actually works at TGI Fridays now. Oh, oh he well, stepped it up. Well, that's just, well no, it's kind of just as sad. He moved. Um, now, all right, so you work Golden Corral, and then yep. you're, how often are you doing stand-up in high school? Uh, let's see here. I was doing stand up in high school. I was getting up at open mic. So it was, uh, it wasn't that often because in Virginia, there's not a lot of rooms to, yeah, they don't fucking, and they don't let you on like on. So it would be like once every two months. So I'm really not getting better as quick as I can. You know what I mean? When I was 18, I went to the funny bone and I mean, I had graduated and I would try to get on in Virginia beach In Virginia beach. Got it. But at the same time, and they had thorough good comedy club. And I would work out there too, but then they like they shut it down. 
And I mean, I, I mean, people were like, I was winning competitions and doing very well, but it's not like New York where you could, you can get up three times a night and like have a concept and turn that concept yeah. into a joke by twelve o'clock at eight yeah. o'clock. You, have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get better until I like, like real good until I got up here. And now I'm like just, just. Wait, like, so you, but you didn't get up here till SNL, right? Yeah, I didn't get up here until well, I would come. I came up here the year before because I was doing like my own um, self tour with uh, me and my sister. We just did that. We just hit the road and we did the Chitlin circuit, which is the uh, as I want to call it. No, the, we know the Chitlin. Yeah, circuit. you know Chitlin. I ain't got to say it. The yeah. NC. You no, know, we so, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, now, were you and like your sister drove and shit. Yeah, and got the room and all that shit. Yeah, she actually showered so, with you. I know how your family is. Yeah, Go ahead. She did. <laughs> we're very close. She actually sold her jewelry. Um, she sold all of her jewelry just so we can have gas money to get up here. That's pretty good. And you know, I mean, that's why, I mean, of course she's my sister, but that's just an example of somebody who's got your back no matter what. Yeah. She's probably not, she didn't go back and get it. You know what I'm saying? She just fucking right. sold it just so I could get up here and get more exposure and try to make it. Cause she believed in me. Okay. Yeah, good so- thing. It, good thing. It paid off. I would say. Nine times out of ten, that jewelry sales just leads to somebody going like, oh, shit, well, that didn't work well, out. Well, uh, <laughs> let me go call the – now that we're back in Virginia, I'm going to go rob that motherfucker for my jewelry. I guess I'll. I guess what I'll do is I'll start a line dance to distract the jeweler, and I'll, the pawn shop will maybe I'll grab my jewelry and we can deep fry it and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to Greenbrow Pawn Shop. I'm going to whip out my titty distractor, and I'm going to fucking take the jewelry. Uh, okay, so you – you where was your your tape for SNL was from Baltimore though right? What do you mean? You the tape that kind of got you noticed on SNL? No man, the tape that I did, the tape that I did, it was actually an audition tape that I just uh, <clears throat> sent into them um, that I filmed at my house in. Virginia. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh wait, maybe I saw that. Wait, yeah. how did you? How did did they request it from you, or did you just unsolicited send it in? It was my agent. They set that up. They they told me to do an audition. At first, it started off as that thing on YouTube that uh that fifty impressions thing I did, kind of. And then um, was that from Baltimore? No. What's there's a tape of you from Baltimore though, right? From the comedy factory in Baltimore. Mm, Am I, I making that up? I don't. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, I make things up. I'm fabulous. <laughs> Um, all right, so so you, what? So your agent, so you came to New York and got an agent, though. I came to New York, performed at uh, Caroline's on Broadway when I was twenty-one. I, back then, I was with uh, this thing called it's, it's Bob Sumner and his people. We, they were trying to do some shit. I don't know if you know. You, you I know, do know Bob yeah, Sumner, yeah. Bob Sumner, but it was like when I was twenty-one, and then um, my agent saw me there, and he picked me up, and then um, I did this shitty-ass movie called The Cookout Two. <laughs> that movie was the, wait. Shit. First of all, The Cookout had a sequel. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think it should have had a. I don't even think no. It should have had, had an original. It, it shouldn't it, have, like the original didn't do good. It sucked. Like it was a. It sucked. The movie looks like it was filmed on a BlackBerry. Yeah, it does off a of fucking potato. Like it's that's horrible. what Red Grant is in the 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 cookout, right? Red Grant, Charlie Murphy, Rick Ross, fabulous. Like if we would have spent. If they would have spent half half of the money getting the rappers and shit, and Mike Tyson, what the fuck is Mike Tyson doing? Rick Ross took his shirt off in the movie, and it got an it got an R rating for titties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so it was a uh, it was it was past rated R because I don't know the X X. It was no it was, it was rated, rated X. X for yeah. The stretch he's, marks made it. He's, 
<laughs> Rick Ross has so many stretch marks. Dude, like, it looks like I could play his chest. Like, seriously, if I had a pick, I could just run yeah. it down and make some music. <laughs> you should go ahead and try it. Yeah, I'm going to uh, do it. I'm going to hey, Rick, take your shirt off. Let me play, let me play with quick. your titties. <laughs> um, all right, so you... Do the audition mm-hmm. thinking nothing or thinking like, man, eh, fuck it. It was, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, man. I really didn't know. I, I knew that they had saw, they had saw tape before and they were interested and they were trying to get me in for like a mid season thing that ain't work out. So they waited and then I sent in another audition tape and they called me in for a test in 2010 and somehow that time, man, I got it. I, you know. But you never tested before, right? I had never tested before. But I had literally, had, what, go ahead. You had like. Bad self-esteem because you were a child, but from when you were a child. But then uh-huh. you know you you winning all these contests. Did when it happened to you? Did you think, oh my god, I'm a phony, or did you think I knew this was going to happen, or something in the middle? Uh, it was definitely it was definitely something in the middle. I already told. I felt like I was always destined for something better than Golden Corral and Steinmart. And my ex in Virginia, but I didn't know what it look, was. Look, you don't got to shit on your ex. I'm not shitting on her. I'm not shitting on her. <laughs> yeah, don't shit, on James. Don't, don't shit on James. don't shit on James like that. Yeah, Give she, her that. She did. And you know what? And that's and that's cool. But and I got I mean, a couple. I mean, dude, my ex, my, oh, my God. She was a fucking blood. And she was, uh, and I met her on MySpace. Whoa, 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 I met her on MySpace. That was my first mistake. She was a gang member, and she was a stripper. And I didn't know. She didn't tell me until a few months after we were talking to each other. Like, that chick, I mean, if it wasn't for that stress, that stress caused me to, like, want to get out of Virginia. And, I mean, that's not my last girlfriend that I had because I had another one before I left. And then, you know, we just recently uh, we just recently broke up. But um, even with even with her, and, you know, she's a, she's a good person, but it's like – that audition, when that audition happened, like I had broken up with her, right? For, for like that, t- and then we got back the girl that you you just broke up with. Yeah, yeah. Now, is it true that the blood stripper, <laughs> if anyone would wear blue in the club, she would choke them with her legs? She was, she would, she would not like it. She uh, would, I would mess with her. I'd piss her off and say, "What's cracking?" Just to piss. Her. I think Moshe's now, got a it, bit. Hold is on. Is it tr- is it true that your blood stripper, uh, for a week a month, she would wear two different red rags? She would. <laughs> that's a wonderful joke, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a good that's, joke. That's great. It is. I a good have some joke. timing issues over here because of the technical. No, 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 no We melt these babies. That baby's gonna. That bitch is gonna sing that joke. That was. <laughs> that was perfect. She would drop it down like she would seriously, like literally. She would drop it down and shit with a with a fucking pistol. And she listen. She was fucking crazy. She was crazy, and I shouldn't have done it. And I used to fuck with women on MySpace, uh, and you know, I used to look. I used to put in a little zip code. And How see. many female blood? I've never <laughs> even heard of a fucking female blood before. They're, yeah, they're out there. They either they say they either get blessed in, or they get um they get jumped in or gang. What's blessed gang, in? Blessed in is like somebody just. Just gives them the just gives them the credit and and allows them to do stuff in the gang or the other way is that they get gang they get gang raped. And oh, so that sounds everybody cool. gets to fuck them, huh? That sounds cool. And did she ever tell you <laughs> how she got in? She said she was blessed. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I really don't know if that girl that, that girl's crazy. Like you're saying, she could have gotten either jumped in or raped in. Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great stuff here on the Champs. Look, if you're in your car, you might want to pull over just out of pure sadness. 
Um, okay, so... Now, can you explain to us why you didn't bring her with you to New York to continue your relationship with her? Because uh, there's, like, real bloods up here, and... Um, <laughs> Oh, she was like an off, an off-brand blood. She, she wasn't like, I don't know, real, like this, she started her own chapter, kind of thing. Listen, there's nobody. People in Virginia, listen. That's not the real. That's not the real fucking gang shit. The real shit is the real shit is going on Grape Street or going or coming up here and going to fucking um, Bed Stuy or some shit. And you see, and you literally see, like you literally will get stabbed in your neck for wearing the wrong the wrong color. Like they not they don't go that hard in Virginia, even though they still they sell drugs, eight balls, pitch crack, all that different type of you know what I mean, all that type of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you know, cut keys and all that different type of shit. But it, it's really more. It's, it's first of all, thank you for dropping three for some really good drug slang. Oh yeah. Now no, as but- a now. My, no, a blood, a now, as a young black guy, you have to study drug slang just so you can say like pitch crack, all that. Like you, you just you have to. It's it part. A, it's like passing the bar exam. It was yeah. a course in community college. <laughs> a blood. Go ahead, Moshe may have a bit. Go ahead. A Moshe. blood in Chesapeake will just be walking around with a with a lobster hanging out of his back pocket. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lobster. Um, let's see here. A, a rose. Moshe, I cannot <laughs> say what. Um, Moshe, I cannot wait for America to hear that joke. Yeah, I can't. I I'm imagining how I I really do wonder how this is going to all pull together. It's like it's, shooting a movie. You're just doing your side of the movie, and then we're just going to meld the audio together. And well, you got to make sure because Jay's got a really good, positive, supportive laugh. You don't, Neil. You never have. No, and I never have, and I never will. And, but Jay, I want, I want. Look, can we sample Jay's laugh so even when my jokes are done? No, no you but just you've always. But I've said that I loved your joke, and I, me setting, saying Moshe looks like he has a bit. I'm blessing your bit. I'm raping you in. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm in the gang. <laughs> Call that bitch. <laughs> you just got raped in, bitch. Oh man. Um, lie about it, Moshe. We should, no, Neil. I- we should do a. We should do a, 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 a sketch series about this chick. She certainly lends herself to at least one bit. Um, now, all right. So you start. So you you do your audition. What was on your audition tape? Um, it was. Uh, I think I had uh, this Choco Mama, this character based off Barack. And remember, this was two thousand and nine. Okay, this was two thousand nine. I had Barack Obama's subconscious. Right. You know his. You know all the shit that he really wants to say. So before the thing on Camp Hill, Bef- way before that. Okay. So I did that. I had um, uh, I had another character. I had Barnabas Dunkley, this Jewish, this Jewish black guy that stayed at home with his mom and would sell Whoa. old uh, Microsoft equipment. And now we're talking. Moshe has a Jewish. No, no, Go ahead, no, Moshe. no. I'm not, I'm not liking this one. The, I, all the other ones were fine, Jay, but when I don't, the Jewish one. It was I, only I, I one not, other just... one, dog. <laughs> Well, that was fine a few times for Moshe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was up here? Uh, and then it was like four. And then I had like four impressions. I did I did Barack. I did Jay-Z. I did Eddie Murphy. And I did, uh, I think I did, did I do Stewie from Family Guy? Smeagol from Lord of Rings? Some bullshit like that. I don't know. And in my audition, I did Stewie. I did Will Smith as a traveler. You're on stage. So you got, so you found out that you got, so you sent in the tape. Mm-hmm. And then they call your agent. They call my agent, tell them, and they tell me that they want me to come up and um, test for the show. And that was in sep- that was uh, that wasn't September. That was August, August two thousand ten. Who do you audition with? I auditioned with uh, Taryn Killam, uh, Vanessa Barrier, Paul Britton, um, the guy, the the dude from 
freaking Wolf of Wall Street, the blonde man. He was one of he was in the posse. He was in uh, yeah. Leo's posse. Yeah. He he auditioned and it was like thirty other people. It was like literally in <clears throat> Um It was I mean it was a it was a good experience. Like, where did were there any black people audition? There was no black people there when I So you must have been like, it's a rap. Yeah, it was it was the only black one. Right. Yeah. I so was, it was your it was yours to lose. Yeah, I wasn't and you know, I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't I didn't expect anything, man. I was just you know, I was just really happy to be there and um actually get the opportunity because I had just I had just broken up with my chick, you know what I mean? So I was really just trying to nail that Blood game or No 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 no, no. this is the other one. Okay. Oh she was the, the crip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I messed with a crip. Uh, I got a, I got a lat I got a um a Latin King girlfriend too, you know what I'm saying? You know what sure. I mean? When you're out in Chicago, that's how you do you it. Yeah. She's from El Salvador though. I don't know how that works. You know what you I mean? You had a uh, Italian mafia girl. Hold on. Hold on, you, you had it all, right? Hold on. Good. Moshe, you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, barely. Alright. <clears throat> I just got some shit from Radio Shack, it's not hot. <laughs> These are beats by Dre, isn't it? The the ones you got? No, those are ripoffs. Oh, okay. He's a knockoff. So okay. Yeah. Moshe, say something. They gave me the Hello, bash. it's me, all right, Moshe. Good. All right. So, all right. So you and then you do those auditions, mm-hmm. and again, what are you thinking? You're just like, well, dude, maybe me and my sister go back out on the road. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't I didn't know. I just this is what I had in my head when I got off of that stage and got back in my room. I had a feeling. I had a really good feeling. And the guy that was one of the production guys, he was like, that was one of the best auditions I've seen here. And, I, you know, I was, I was feeling really good about it. But if I didn't get it, I was like, yeah, we, uh, we grind. We go back on the road. I had a holding deal with NBC at the oh, time. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, I think Atheon, Atheon show uh, in the flow before it was in the flow. And then they were trying to do a living color. They were trying to bring me on that. It was a few. I had I got offered like a, a um, uh I got offered a deal to do a pilot for just talking about, you know, when I went to uh, private school and all of that, all of those stories. So oh, we got to hear those stories. Hold on. Um, but isn't okay, it, isn't what? Tell us about private school, please. Where did you go to private school? I In went Chesapeake? to private school for one year at Greenbrier Christian Academy, which is a basketball place, right? Yeah, it is. It's a it's a it's a basketball place. Like, right? but that's where like dudes go. Yeah. Who went there? Like Amari Stoudemire or somebody? Somebody. Now, how, it's a. Go ahead. You raise your how hand. did you How did you get into the school? Did you get blessed in, jumped in, or fucked in? <laughs> I think it was all three. The That's principal awesome. he was very over. He was very overzealous, and um, he loved me, <laughs> and he loved my woman ass. So yeah. uh, that was great too. Um, no, man, I just, I mean, I took a test and got in, and then um. I stayed there and was we, that in Chesapeake? I was in Chesapeake. Oh, that's lucky, man. But this school was yo, this school was like this school is crazy, dog. Like it's literally like they had all the teachers. They got they got all the teachers from uh from Greyhound from a Greyhound station and just gave them books and said, Y'all teach. And that's what it was. Like, like but it's so it's not a good school. It's a good school. It's a good academic school, but the teachers are weird. They're brilliant, but they're weird. All what kind of weird? Just like one of the okay, so my gym teacher, <laughs> my gym teacher's name was Mr. Olson, all right? Mr. Olson, this six foot two dude, he was an engineer, he got his degree, but he was so weird, he was scared of us. So what he did was he would box us. He brought in gloves and he would kick our asses, he would kick our asses during PE and stuff like that. And I was I don't know why, I was on his list of straight people. up. Would you guys have gloves? We would have. We would box each other, but he would box us. He knew how to box. He didn't, I, he was an adult who knew how. To, bloody noses. 
uh, concussions. Great. I broken ribs. Yeah, broken. He's so he's thirty something years. We're fifteen. Yeah. I'm five foot eight. He's gotta be at least six three. Yeah, but you got a lot of core strength in that woman ass. Like you can really dig down deep. <laughs> you were five foot eight, two forty at that point. I was I was five foot eight. I was I wasn't I wasn't as I wasn't as big, but I still five foot eight and I was like two I had to be like two ten, two twenty. It's somewhere around there. And I mean I gained more weight uh when I got older, a little bit older. Yeah. All right. Oh. So, so and but it's a good education. That's like the, when yeah. I say it's a basketball school. It's it seems like a it's like a white school, mm-hmm. and then they'll bring in like a troubled black play kid who's who has to be excellent basketball, right? Uh, actually, I sucked. No, 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 but you're not the trouble. I'm saying they'll bring him in from like a way out of state. Yeah, from Florida, shit like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's the same place. I believe, um, I believe so, yeah. Now, I have a theory about white, black people, white schools. I won't even get into it. What, what's your theory? I want to hear that. Um, <laughs> I bring it up almost every episode. I'm having audio issues over here. I'm not able to hear oh, no. this next line of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, it makes Moshe uncomfortable because it, uh, it defends his white liberal sensibilities. Oh, my. That, That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Every, every uh, most brothers I know went went to school with white people in some way and they are better off for it because it introduces you to the white world and introduces white people to you you're not afraid of white people white people are less afraid of you your thoughts i mean you know <laughs> you definitely learn the lingo and you learn how to talk you learn how to talk uh the language and you know like i said you learn the lingo i mean even before that i was in a predominantly white district and then when sixth grade came, that's when I started going to the nigga schools. Yes. You know I mean, and then, I have a whole nother theory about those schools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear that. One. <laughs> I don't, I totally don't have a theory. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So 10th grade, I go back to, so, all right. So check this out. So you got this kid who's raised in the suburbs around all these white folks. He leaves sixth grade and goes to this black district for about four years. He picks up all of that. Right. And he goes back into that um, that white type of district right. or whatever. Like, I didn't even curse before sixth grade. I was cursing my ass off by the time I got to 10th grade. And it's funny because first time I heard somebody curse, I was black. I was like, you can't say that. Right? And they were and like, you're in sixth grade? I'm in sixth line? grade talking wow. to the niggas. I said, you can't say that. And they're like, man, fuck you. I was like, okay. But you and can't I, say that either. You can't say Exactly. You can't say that either. So I picked up the lingo, right? And by 10th grade, I'm cursing and shit. So I went to GCA and I'm cursing my ass off. I was like, man, fuck everybody. And they're looking at me like, you can't say that. And I'm like, right. fuck you. So I was like, it was a callback. I don't know if y'all heard. We can say that. <laughs> you brought cursing to the, to the white world? I did. It was like such a different urban flavor I brought to that school. And that's, if I wouldn't have went to GCA, I wouldn't have became a comedian. Because that's when I started cracking jokes and and getting in front of people and just like when you out. went to the to the to Greenbrier when I went to Greenbrier Christian were you and you were probably weren't there weren't a lot of other black people there there was like five out of five hundred or something out of there was five black people out of whatever's in Chesapeake at the time right like the, the hundreds of thousands whatever. so it was a, it was influential is my yes, point very okay so uh, <laughs> so again Neil's point about black people white schools it's it's I think I'm ninety nine other than Hannibal disagreeing with me. It's uh it's a perfect theory. Now, um all right, so you start doing so, all right, so you come, you and so how do you find out you get SNL? 
Uh, I got a call from Lauren Michaels, and um, I had actually missed it. And, he said, uh, uh, "He said, hey, man, look up your Wikipedia stuff. Something <laughs> just got changed. He told me, yeah, I, I've changed your Wikipedia a little bit. It says employed by SNL, September 2010. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dash to question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We don't know. We um. Do you do you like um? Do, do you like money? Yeah, I love money. Are you um? Do you want to, you know, work? The money on SNL is not great, though. The money on SNL, the money that you make for doing SNL is not great. The money that you make as a result of doing SNL is great. Right. It's a. It's just an opportunity, and it's an institution that will keep you rich for the rest of your life if you play it the right way. Seriously. Now, I mean, do you feel like? Do you have a plan of, quote-unquote, how to play it? Because yeah. I've never heard someone say, play it the right way. When I say play it the like, okay, I'll give you an example. And, I mean, I love these guys, but, you know, you have some people like, you know, Dean, you know, Dean Edwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've been on the podcast. Yeah. And it doesn't. And finesse. Yeah, and finesse. And, and you know, now they're, I mean, they're getting work, but it's not like, it's it's like, it's not that. It's not that explosive. I can't say that for finesse. I think he's. But, I, th- but I think they're in a different position. First of all, you've been on the show longer than them. Yeah, right. And, isn't that and, isn't and that the you've been more wisdom? successful on the show than they were on the show? That's true. Um, and I don't say that as like fuck that. That's just what happened. So, but I. But are there guys like Tracy, Chris, Tim Meadows? Are there are there people who you go there? But I don't think they played it the wrong way. They just didn't get the opportunity. So, do you feel? Do you, are you like a strategic person? Like I'm going to do this kind of movie, and then I'm going to do that kind of movie, and I'm going to try to guest on those kinds of shows. I. I take every day as it comes, but as far as my career goes and picking out um, picking out the right projects and things, yes, I I definitely I definitely think that's that's a smart way to do it. You don't want to go in, you don't want to just do some bullshit that's not going to help you out. You want to have a you want to have a good part to get seen and it has pop. Everything that you do has to have pop. Even with the shit that I've had on the show, I mean, and I'm not trying to sound I'm not trying to sound pompous or anything, but the stuff that the stuff that gets on that I'm able to do that people like has pop. It's like it pops in some way. Right. And it kind of, it, it will speak to a, to a certain uh, group of people, whatever. I'll give an example. What does my girl say? Did you see that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, that's based off of, that's based off my breakup. Right. Like I wrote that based off my breakup and it's, and it really, and that's one of the things this year that really popped. It's like, right. Chris Rock said, relationship stuff will never get old. And that's true. Relationship yeah. stuff never gets old. Something else, the Stephen A. Smith thing. Like, even though the first year I did it, you know, uh, 2012, it didn't make it on. Um, it didn't make it on the show. It hit the internet and it spread like wildfire. They had me on the show. Yeah. And that's a shout out to uh, that's a shout out to Robert Smigel because he's the one that came to me with that. And and I was like, all right, cool. And we just, I mean, we worked on. I worked on it, and he he wrote it, and then it was, you know, I just blew up somehow. You didn't even really know who Stephen A. Smith was. I though, knew right? Stephen A. Smith was, but I didn't think about. I didn't think about putting them on weekend update or anything right. like that. You know, it's just like you can have a good idea. You just need it. You just need it to be positioned well. Seth always says <laughs> update sports pieces on update don't really work because half the crowd's women. Yeah. So they're ha- just like, I don't know, fucking Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, and it's like it, it becomes that thing where if it has something that's funny and people remember it and it recurs, then it's like almost a character. What's been your arc on the show in terms of like? understanding from your first week to like like what do you what do you know now that you didn't know when you first got there i'm sure there's a ton of shit but a couple things what worked on the show and what doesn't work on the show and 
like a broader understanding of that, even though it still seems like Higgins has been real helpful to you, right? Like you guys work together a lot. Yeah. What doesn't, what doesn't work on the show? Like if you could, if you could explain that idea, what do you feel like? Let's say there's something coming on SNL now. Mean does not work on SNL. Like, like excessively mean shit does not work on the show. Excessively mean and excessively ghetto, excessively ghetto, love and hip hop. I can't do, I can't do any, I could do those characters and turn them into other people, but it's never going to translate to them because they don't watch that shit. Right. They don't sit there and watch V. They're not laughing. It's stupid. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking I about. I know I actually don't watch Love and Hope. I appreciate oh, that you go. think I do. <laughs> I, I feel like I've earned that. But I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Okay, okay. There's too many of those shows now, man. It is. It's. I mean, it's a It's a broad spectrum of... Um, Love and Hip Hop is the best one, though. Because Basketball Wives, all that it shit, is. they just have better... Basketball wise, love and hip hop's just better people. Who is just, on it? It's just characters. You got you got Mimi Foss, Stevie J, uh, Benzino, uh, Rashida, uh, uh, K. Michelle. Um, uh, it's it's a whole. Uh, who else is up there? Waka Flock is up there now. Is he really? Yeah, good for him. <laughs> I mean that that man looked like the Waka Flocka. That name sounds like a Muppet. You know what I'm yes. saying? It sounds. Like like waka waka, it sounds like something. It sounds like an ad lib that animal says and shit. That is true. But and he looks it, he looks a lot like a Muppet himself. He does. He him and Little Wayne look like Muppets. Well, like that's they, cool. Isn't that cool? Every there's a there's a position for everybody. If you're a, a Muppet looking rapper, you name yourself a Muppet ass name and you're and you blow up. Look, waka hey, waka. Hey, look, see they understand their industry. They get it. <laughs> And I'm trying right. to and I'm trying to tell y'all what else what else doesn't what else doesn't work. That's okay. Well, let me ask you this because we don't we can't we don't we shouldn't talk about the the, the discrimination thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like the fact that you can't do love and hip hop? Do you ever find yourself explaining that to black people? Meaning when black people are like, because I know when people talk black people talk about like SNL, they're like, eh. Right. It's kind of not my shit, and I wish they do more. And it's kind of like, dude, that's not not every show can be for every audience. Right? Like you just that's like Lorne knows what the audience is. The audience is mostly teenage white kids right. for the most part, right. and like people under thirty five. Like right. white people under thirty five is the audience. So it's like the fact that you don't, and you seem to accept that you just can't do love and hip hop and all that shit. There's plenty of shit you can do, right? Right, but you just kind of like, eh, I and, don't get to do that kind of shit. And it's like this, and you're right, and I mean, it's definitely an accept, it's an acceptance. But it's like, even if I do that stuff on the show, even if it doesn't work on the show, if somebody watches it, somebody will tell somebody, and it will hit the internet and it will go viral. I know, that but I'm saying that. right, but that's you're. That's not going to get a laugh in the crowd. No, you ain't getting a fucking laugh in the studio. Not at all. with a love and hip hop. So it's so therefore, it's never going to get. Right. Like the, it's never, it's never even going to get that far because right. no one wants to watch a sketch vomit, even if it's black. Exactly. It's, it's, it, it's pointless. And then it's not going to make it past dress rehearsal. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so like, but do you find yourself explaining that to people sometimes? I do. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Or either, either I'm explaining it or I, or I'll just do it at my standup show. Right. For people that come. You know what I mean? Right. I'll be like, they'll be like, Oh snap. I didn't even know you watched that. I'm like, yeah, I watch all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't get it to the masses in that on that platform, but if I do it myself, yeah, I mean people people will look. That's at it. also right. Moshe. You had something you want to say? 
Oh, I just at a certain point, and just to not to change the subject too drastically, but you know, I, I'm always curious about these issues of like childhood self-esteem stuff. At a certain point into your thing, when you started to feel like a success on the show and you got the show, did your did it feel like those kind of like moments in your childhood were fused by the legitimization of being? To popping on the show and and make being successful. Yeah, was a part of you proud? Was a party? Because I always find anything when emotion. I don't know if you relate to this. There, and I feel like a lot of people could actually. You're proud of yourself, and also you want to fucking rub people who were mean to you face <laughs> in your shit. I mean, yeah. Did you ever go to your dad and say, "Who's fat now, motherfucker"? <laughs> and he was like, "You still, you could lose another twenty five pounds." Uh, I uh. I definitely I'm not the type of person who who will go up to somebody individually and rub it in their face. I feel like But you will buy a chain. I will buy a chain that says <laughs> fuck you, Jamal Jones. <laughs> yeah. No, um I'm just I feel like the better the better I do in my career, you know what I mean, that's the that shuts them off even more. That's like that's more of a statement like fuck you. The better right. I'm doing it and the better and the worse, the worse you're doing and the better that I'm doing. It's just a, it's just a testament. It's like, fuck you. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I feel like now, like I'm a hum, I'm not going to come up to you. I'm not going to smack. I'm not going to put my balls in your face. Okay. Right. You're going to see them, but I'm not going to put them in your face. I'm going to dangle them around in my hand. Huh? On your, on, you, what? Put them like smack them on you're the gonna, neck. You know, the you're going to walk up behind them, get a step ladder. <laughs> And then put your put your balls on their neck. I'm gonna teabag their necks. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna put it in their face, but I'll put it in the back of your neck. Okay, that's a good analogy. Do you have a line? All right, because this is the thing you brought up. The thing, uh, the thing that your girl said. The thing. Uh huh. Now, and I yell at Che about this too. Your generation mm -hmm. tends to promote before you do shit. Because I remember, I think it was on Instagram or Twitter. You had a tweet about that when you were shooting that sketch and it was like another classic and yes i got like very little time just so you know wait uh you may not be able to do anything oh you do all right good let's pop that bad boy in there okay i'm just no 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 so so you had a picture of it, and I yelled at Michael Che about this, and it was like another. All right, you have it up here. There's the picture from the shoot Friday. Oz, I had to take this from you. Laugh out loud, cloud filled. No, there was another picture. There's another picture. <laughs> there. All right, my point is, just another day at work. I didn't do. I didn't say it was a classic. I did not <laughs> say that. That so, was okay. Now I know somebody who does say that type of shit. I, I know somebody who does, who's on the show, who, who was kind of promoting this shit, but I'm not even going to put him out. But I'm, I'm trying to think of who it was. All right. Uh, okay. No, because, all right, then I can't put you on blast. Because I was like, because I got on Che, like, dude, just, I had to, I had to tell Che, like, mm -hmm. just shut up. Right. Like, just stop. Because, like, you guys, your generation is like, like, fucking... <laughs> everything i'm promoting before i do shit and it's like no no no, just do it right and let people get excited about it and then maybe post a picture in a week right i now my music i definitely pr promote that like well, your that. music what, what do you got i rap man i didn't know you rapped i've been rapping since i was 13 people don't know that um they and are you what's your plan there i've got a mixtape i gotta drop this summer 
I'm doing a mixtape this summer. Is it done or you're gonna make it? No, I'm 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 in the process of working. I've got tracks finished, but it's not completely done. Okay, and who do you see as like? Do you see Donald Glover as a as a as a uh, someone uh, as a good paradigm for that? Um, not like his style, any of that shit, but just you see like it can be done. I mean, I I know it. I feel like it can be. I feel like it can be done. Not just because of Donald Glover, just because of just because I feel like I'm actually good in it, and I feel like I've been I've been doing it so long. But I mean, he's definitely a good example of somebody who actually rolled out from that and became uh, became that rapper. But I don't just want to be a rapper. Though. Like I don't I don't just want to do that. Like I want to do it all. Like entertainer. Like that's my brand. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like Donald really does stand up anymore. I feel like he just. He's like, fuck my stand-up. I'm just working on my music shit, which is cool because he wants to, to devote all his time to that shit, and that's dope. But I'm never going to be like, I don't want to do stand-up. I'm always – the people who were there from the beginning, who love me for that, are always going to get that from me. The when people I'm, from the talent show. The people, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the people from Virginia. The fuckers that called me fat ass. There you go. Um, they're always going to get that. I'm never going to stop, never going to stop doing stand up and, you know, cause I started that way and I feel like you shouldn't be, right, but just so you know, you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. I understand. It's, yeah. Like, I, that's I totally not, don't. yeah. All right. Good. Like you like doing stand up. You like, you enjoyed the actual act of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to come, Neil. I want you to see my, I want you I'm to see I'm happy to see shit. Come to the, why don't you do sets in the city? I am. I'm going to, I'm setting up some one nights. I usually do Caroline's, but I've been. I've I've done that like I freaking did that in February and then that was fucking amazing. So yeah, no, I'm I'm right there, man. I'm here till like July. Cool. Um, all right. So you no, okay. Well, what you didn't answer is what's your relationship now with your dad and how do you feel about? I'll be honest with you, Mm -hmm. this is the most personality I've ever gotten from you. Meaning. Now I'm I like you way more now because I feel like I'm getting you're not just some dude. Oh, thanks. And man. what I mean is like you have the thing about doing impressions is you get lost. Right. So there is you uh, like I you should I've never seen your act, but I feel like there's more to you than <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of voices. Definitely, man. I mean, and that's okay. Let me answer your question, but that's what I I'm okay. So to answer your question, <laughs> Neil, my father is, uh, I mean, now, like, I kind of forgave him when I was 17, you know, um, you know, at my graduation party, you know, it was very emotional. That's pretty cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, you know, right before, you know, he told me, he told me when he was, when I was like 13, he wasn't going to whoop me anymore, but you know, then it was, it wasn't whoopings. It was more like fist and shit like that, you know, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good news, bad news scenario. Yeah. Good news, I'm not going to whoop you anymore. With a belt. Bad news, <laughs> <laughs> bad news is, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of, it was really, it was really emotional. We're really tight. Like, my, me and my father are very, very tight, and he's very supportive. Him and my mom, they're, they're the most supportive uh, people ever. You know, and, and people have their problems when they grow up. You know, some people get, some people get molested. Some people's parents are, are uh, in drugs and, you know, shit happens, but, you know, and mine just happened to be, you know, I got, I was getting my ass kicked, but, you know, I think it all just makes, as far as an adult, it just makes you a better person and it just makes you strive to be more and you always want to be more than your beginnings. And, um, now, like I said, we're cool. Like, you know, we go fishing, we go crabbing. Does he ever say like, yo, sorry, I kept fucking you up. Yeah. That's, that must be nice. He said it. 
He said it. He's. I mean, he admitted a few times. He was like, yeah, I know I fucked you up sometimes and you need to be fucked up, but, you know, I mean, I love you and I'm sorry and I, I hope you... I hope you accept my apology. And I was like, yeah, man, I accept your apology, man. It's nothing. I'm not holding that. I'm not going to keep that on me because, you know, even at Neil, you know how it is. If you hold something, if you hold something very like that, if you keep it and you don't make light of it, it will eat you and it will, it will fucking rot you from the inside out. I mean, I the uh, the sad thing is I think you can make fun of it and make light of it and it can still eat you up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the... Things. We out here. Fuck all your trauma. I'm the best. Um, we got to wrap it up, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, but like I said, I I like talking to you because you're you're uh you have, you're you have a, you actually have a story, which I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I think you're right, Neil. And I think when the special comes out, what's this, the special? <laughs> the special is gonna be this. I'm talking. I'm I'm am t- in talks with it right now. I can't reveal exactly what I'm gonna do because it's it's never been done like this. Okay. But it's gonna be something very innovative. I can tell you that, and it's gonna get like you're gonna you you're gonna see my personality. Like you see you're gonna, okay good. You're gonna see it. Okay good. Just like this. Do you talk about? Are you? How much of your act is you talking, and how much of your act is you doing impressions? It's a mix. It's like. Is it like fifty fifty or is it like? 35 no, it's, 65. It's, I would say it's about 60 40. 60 40, you're 60 percent of it's yeah, just you, it's Jay. Me, me talking about me, great. And it's not, yeah, I do. I mean, I do voices and in, I interweave them in there, but it's like a it's you get material, you get material impressions, and then I have, of course, I have the punchlines with the impressions and things of that sort, but I just really, you just really get a, a sense of who the fuck I am and what I like and all this different type of shit, like because I because I'm, I'm honest about it, you know what I mean. I talk about everything from me. I talk about everything from getting getting bullied in school and you know not getting no plates and now you know what I mean having a fucking stocking fetish and loving the fuck out of women and shit. Like, I talk about all that shit just because right. I, I feel like it's you know it just needs to be said or whatever. Yeah, I love stockings. Bow women, you like if you like me, I like you and stockings. Bam, there you go. That's what it looks good. Bow, bow. Stockings do look good. They look amazing. It's something about them. I don't know what it is. It's just, I don't know. Thaha is just fucking, they just do something to me for some reason. Yeah, I think it's some animal shit. Yeah, you think it is? Just, yeah, they look, Grah! it makes them look like deers or something. <laughs> what the fuck? I've never thought of that. It kind of makes them look like deers. So you tell me. Had the, uh, Dalia had a tweet three years ago that I still think, that I just thought about, which is all hot women kind of look like deers. <laughs> And so, I think he's, there's some truth to it. Moshe, your thoughts? That's funny. Oh, you can't talk. All right, Moshe, Moshe's out of this Mosa, podcast. Moshe's out. That's his. Um, all right, Moshe, we're going to wrap Thank it you, up. Mosa. Moshe, give us a thumbs up if, you, if we can wrap it up. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Now, you know what? I'm going to actually unplug you, and then you can say goodbye via Skype. To Siskel and Ebert. Moshe, go ahead and talk. I told him to shut the fuck up. Jay, thank you for coming on the show. Thank I'm you, man. You know, Moshe, I feel like you, you're... Can I shit on you real quick? Yes. <laughs> I feel like you thought you were gone for so long. It wasn't that long. You were like, you were panicking and out. 
No, no, no. Jay was talking. You were sitting there going like, the champs need me right now. The, it's, <laughs> I got to get all my, my shit right so the champs, I can go and save the champs. We were good. We were. Jay was telling me a story about his dad. Yeah. All right. Moshe's leaving. Bye. Okay, got you. All right. So uh, we'll wrap it up. But, uh, oh, God. Um, so, all right. So good, man. So, so that was, I'm, it's good to meet you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's good to like talk cause we never really talked before. So it's, uh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, you're like a young dude and you, you're, you seem like you got a, you're a sharp, sharp kid. So like, you'll figure it out. I mean, not like you're not figuring it out, but you'll get smarter and smarter and better and better. So thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know? Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right. Um, Neil's the fucking best. Yeah. Uh, He's the fucking best. All right, so that's Jay Farrow, and me and Moshe are still working out our uh, issues. But thank you for listening to the champs. It's been too long. God bless you. Good night. With the first pick in the 2014 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Jadavian Clowney, defensive end, South Carolina. Farrow. It's my draft night. The rap game is selected. Jay Farrow. It's time for me to put them points on the board. <laughs> yeah, summer's mine. Yeah. People say he doing comedy. Why the hell he rapping? Got a heavy passion, but I can drop both and convert to acting. Why do one when I can do it all? Cause I know if they take a step in my shoes, these fuckers would trip and fall. People always want my position, they always asking if they play punching back to the critics. Could they ever last it? Probably OD on some dumb shit, stretching elastic, dead president moves. He be running when the band fasting. In these last months, I am great at fashion. Balenciaga sneakers looks to kill Jay Farrell, turn assassin. Eddie Murphy's uncle said I'd be king, and these niggas doubt me. That's why you might not hear from me, but you'll hear about me. Pressing buttons and pulling cards, we'll call it Alfie. Largest comedian, will it happen in May, Ralphie? Why he's so fantastic for Ash Jessica Alba? Dark and sexy nigga to the women, I'm like Idris Elba. Margot Robbie, girl, you can get it. I'm not committed, so it's no problem saying that I want to hit it. I got the kind of like to kill for. I got this Jordan mindset, so I'm just trying to push my bill for. I hold my x-ray in a 12 years of slave, you free. It's like a thousand of you, baby, but there's one of me. Yeah, good luck trying to forget. Bro, never knew I could spit. Boss, so amazing, legit. Champagne, have me a sip. Dating these Hollywood chicks so smart. We ain't making no flicks, because I be damned she blow off on me on Kardashian shit. Bad chicks don't look at me the same way Cause in order to touch a woman's tending up And that's a buffet People say I'm the most deaf sarcophagus tune The sky's the limit, well that's cool I just take the moon Yeah, yeah, you know I had to do it for you What up? Yeah, you know I had to do it for you Yeah, man, you know I had to do it for you Now fucking with the champs They try to kill the king with negativity But I'm God's though So cross me and I still rise I'm on my Christ flow, you get it? Christ rise, God, whoo! Boy, amazing. And got balls like death row, so I spin a slate, man. I kill anything I touch, Grand Reaper time. Fuck Mother Nature, she screamed the season's yours, so this summer's mine. I'm like Cam Newton in 11, I'm next up. Derrick Rose and RG3 from the chest up. It's Richard Sherman, nigga, so don't talk about the best, bro. So I go harder, follow you little niggas, so you my stepsons. You won't get a bone off Pop's table when I lash out. That's a whipping, no privileges. Internet, a TV, take the trash out. Now you assed out, and I'm still whipping. Punishment, little nigga. I give you something to cry about if you don't stop sniffing. It's my draft day, I'm about to dumb out. I'm the shit you getting pissed on. Y'all Donald Sterling's get the fuck out.
I'm handing out injuries for my inquiries. Tearing these rappers ACLs, rehabbing the features mentally. So I keep them in therapy. Beat smoke because they scared of me. Any challenge I tackle for the gold, they play it safely. You better play it safely. I got the heat and I'm not afraid. Take you for everything, bring you down the knees. The way wait. And I will never fade, pumpkin. Spur the moment, not me. Longevity in the game, nigga. I'm Tim Duncan. Yeah, wait a minute. You know I had to do it for you. Oh man, you know I had to do it for you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, Niggas be spitting all that bullshit. You know I had to do it for you. Yeah, you know I had to do it for you. What up, Cole? You know I had to do it for you. Shout out to Drizzy. You know I had to do it for you. YG. You know I had to do it for you. What up, Jada? You know I had to do it for you. Styles P. You know I had to. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. I'm the number one draft pick for the summer, baby. I tell you bitches that you don't understand. <laughs> See, it take a rapper to do a rapper's thing. You know what I'm talking about? I've been doing this shit for 13 years, man. Get off my sack. Yeah, before you get sacked. <laughs> Breaking through them lines, I'm like Warren Sapp. Hold up. Nah, I ain't gonna start again. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what Drake do. That's my nigga, though. You feel me? If that's safety on the hip, that's Look, I ain't saying nothing else, man. Yeah, I'm just saying.